I want you to do something with me for just a moment. In your mind, not out loud. But I want you to think of some different words that describe our relationship as Christians with this holy woman, this blessed mother. What does the church, what have you heard the church teach about this? I'll give you some things in a moment, but just in your minds. Think about your relationship with her. Is there one? See, the church teaches that our relationship with the Blessed Virgin Mary, it's a beautiful and healthy devotion. Notice I said devotion. Never equate that with worship. For this blessed woman would never have the worship of men. Look at her in the icon. Every time you see the Blessed Virgin Mary, she is pointing us always to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our healer. And in that way, she is interceding. We see the picture of intercession for us, ever guiding us to her son, bringing us to her son. And so we have a healthy devotion. We have a wonderful honor of this woman that should grow within us. We esteem her. We revere her. And as Bishop Basil once told a number of us priests as we came into orthodoxy, help my people grow to love the mother of God. And I thought it was beautiful. And I'm learning, I'll be learning the rest of my life what that means. How to lead people into the loving devotion and honor of the Blessed Virgin. And so we celebrate this, this particular evening. And we're going to see why it is that we are called to such a devotion of the Blessed Virgin. We're going to see it through the Archangel Gabriel tonight. Because the Archangel Gabriel comes to the Blessed Virgin Mary and we see him honor and esteem her. This is something that struck me in a liturgy where we celebrated something of the Blessed Virgin Mary three or four months ago. And it has not left me ever since. It keeps coming back to me. Sometimes every time we sing the Marian anthem or we do our prayers, Hail Mary, full of grace. And it's this thought. In the Old Testament, the archangel Gabriel shows up on the scene. And when he does, mankind falls on their face before the archangel Gabriel. For example, in Daniel chapter 8. The archangel Gabriel appears to Daniel. And here's what Daniel says, describing that. So Gabriel came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell on my face. At the sight of the brilliance and the wonder of this incredible archangel, man falls in awestruck fear and wonder regarding what they're beholding right in front of him. But now look at what happens in the Gospel of St. Luke in chapter 1. The archangel appears to Mary as you heard. And at the sight of him, she too, like Daniel, the word says she was troubled. And that word troubled literally means greatly troubled. She was fearful. She was alarmed at the sight of this magnificent archangel. But then listen to what he communicates to her. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. 
And this reaction of the blessed archangel is what stayed with me. It's what stayed with me. The angel who men feared. The angel who men fell before in awestruck wonder. It's as if when he goes into the presence of the Blessed Virgin Mary and she sees him. It's as if he's saying, Mary, you are in awe of me. But it's I that am in awe and wonder. I'm in awe and wonder at who you are. At what God is doing, wants to do, and will do in and through you. In the Eastern Rite, during Lent, there's a beautiful, what's called the Akathist Hymn to the Blessed Virgin Mary that's sung at this time and throughout Lent. And Deacon, you'll remember the words to this because when we go to the clergy retreat in February, we sing it over and over again many times. I want to share with you, it's a beautiful expression of what the Archangel experienced in the presence of the Blessed Virgin. Listen to the words. Awed by the beauty of thy virginity and the exceeding radiance of thy purity, Gabriel stood amazed and cried to thee, O Mother of God, What shall I offer thee that is worthy of thy beauty? What name shall I call thee? I am lost and bewildered. But I shall greet thee as I was commanded. Hail, thou art who art filled with grace. This so perfectly expresses what the church has always taught about this event at the Annunciation. This incredible archangel is bewildered at what God is doing now and what God desires to do through this blessed woman. My friends, if the angelic hosts are in awe and revere her, should we not grow in the same? Should we not throughout our lives, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, come to love and honor this woman, seeing her more and more clearly over all of our lives for just what God has done in her and through her? Gabriel then communicates to the Blessed Virgin in this event God's desire. As he says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and you will bear the Messiah, you will bear the Son of God. And the Blessed Virgin Mary's response to the Archangel Gabriel is not to be taken lightly or dismissed over too quickly. For by her response to God through this Archangel, salvation himself would enter into the world would come and spring forth in her, through her, for all of us. And what was her response? Listen to the humility. Behold the maidservant, the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be to me according to thy will. Do you hear the humility and the self-offering? The desire of God is expressed. The person of the Blessed Virgin meets with that and says... Whatever you want with me is what I want. My friends, I tell you that in that very expression, in that posture before God and the archangel, we see what should be the posture of us all as Christians. Behold, the servant, 
Behold the maidservants, Lord, your desire be done. The venerable Saint Bede commented on this. I want you to hear this. The new era of salvation, he said, begins with the conception of Jesus in the Blessed Virgin Mary. As Eve contained in her womb all humanity that was doomed to sin, now Mary contained in her womb the new Adam who will father a new humanity by his grace. You see what he's saying? In Eve, from the fall, all man was cut off from God. Everything that would come from her had no prayer of salvation. But through Eve, excuse me, through the Blessed Virgin Mary, by the grace and wonder of God, now an entire new recreated race would happen through Jesus Christ our Lord. And I tell you that there are numerous scriptures that you will find. We talk about the angel being in awe of the Blessed Virgin. But the church teaches us that the Blessed Virgin is the first among us. The first among all of us. Why? Because we will find that she is the first to bear the entirety of God within herself. And through her offer it for the life of the world. So too we, my friends, by being filled with the Holy Spirit are given the same opportunity that the wellspring of life well up within us and living waters pour through us for the life of this world. But this is not something that happens devoid of relationship with the Lord our God. Because the Lord is constantly coming to us with His desires, just as He sent the Archangel Gabriel before Mary. The question is, are we conditioned through prayer to hear the heart of God in the minutes of the day? To where when we hear His desire, the very posture of our entire life and our entire day is, Here I am, Lord, whatever you want. I'm yours. And I desire that life to grow and be born in me, but I desire more. I desire everything that you've given me to be given to those around. And the only way this happens is with that humble posture of self-offering. Let us grow in the honor and love of the Holy Mother of God. And let us live in the posture that she lived in. And our Lord promises, because this is his whole desire, that those living waters truly will spring up within us and flow out. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.